0: Hey there 2014ians, Chris here with a quick announcement from The Present, where we are less than one week away from the world premiere of our crazy new live-action radio play, Condolences from the Future, 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 which is premiering on Monday, June 16th for one night only as part of Ars Nova's ant fest in new york city you can get tickets and find out more at places like this there you can also find out about our kickstarter where we are raising money to support these amazing artists actors and musicians who have come together to create this wild new live show which we are looking to bring to you in podcast form later this summer before we begin this week's episode, I want to thank a few of those backers from Kickstarter, including George Bagarin, Barbara Crater, Sonny Raj, Tenement Street Workshop, Roberta Borst, Kelly Luce, Dan Durkin, Sarah Harburg-Petrich, Stephen Horowitz, our very own Haley Rawson, and you, listeners, because I imagine as soon as you finish listening to this week's episode, you're going to turn around and go donate all of that is at placeslikethis.net slash condolences. But now, it's time for some more. Places like this. Welcome back to Capture. We're so glad you're here to capture your day. June 12th, 2064. So... I don't normally capture my day. I do the whole virtual therapist thing. And, and and that's enough, you know? Starla wants me to do this as well, but but I just lie to her most of the time and say I did. And I, I'm sure she knows I'm lying, but you know what? What's she going to do? Drop me as a user? <laughs> Come on. Uh, but that's, that's besides the point. Or... I'm avoiding, is what Starla would say, is what she did say today when I, I wouldn't talk about him, about Fitz, Fitz, who, who I thought was just having, you know, some kind of nervous break or quarter-life crisis, you know, showing up at my apartment, not showing up at work, not answering anyone's jabs or swipes or taps or likes or I'm, I'm I am avoiding again. Hmm. Fitz is missing. Actually, literally missing. He, he is what they officially call a missing person. You know, the guy from the BPD said that that was, you know, rare these days for, for someone to completely drop off off the cloud. Not just the face of the Earth, but drop off the cloud like that. I mean, people disappear physically all the time, but but actually disappearing I didn't believe him at first, the investigator, you know, when he said that Fitz had, had vanished without a trace. It sounded ridiculous, and, and I, I told him. I thought it was ridiculous. I kind of flipped out because, you know, we live in New York City, for Christ's sakes. There... Here I am with a senior investigator from the Bloomberg PD telling me that that the Bloomberg Transit Authority, the Bloomberg Toll System, the Bloomberg City Ski Program, none of these registered fits leaving the city. And yet, as far as anyone can tell, he's gone. He's not anywhere in the six boroughs. But the police just shrugged and submitted some form to officially change Fitz's status from living unemployed to missing presumed dead. And that was that. No answers. I, I even asked how the investigation would be proceeding, and, and the senior investigator kind of looked at me like I had just asked him if he would carry my children. it's like he said we have other cases to process but what it sounded like he was saying was i have other genders to sleep with and and i don't mean that he thinks i was coming on to him because i was not in a state to be coming on to anyone that is not what i was doing i just mean he didn't give a shit nobody gives a shit he had some better case to go deal with one where the person might be remotely findable dead or alive Not that I think Fitz is dead. Although, realistically, Fitz is probably dead. I mean, NPA thinks so. They requested post-mortem access to his cloud accounts, his captures, for liability reasons. And I mean, I obviously should not have listened to these, but, uh, you know, what if there was some clue in there? some explanation of how someone can can literally vanish in this day and age. But um there wasn't really. Or no, that's not entirely true. There was. Um there's what we would call mounting evidence. That's that's what Skeeter in legal called it, mounting evidence that Fitz might have just died accidentally or not could have been alcohol poisoning that fits fits <laughs> oh god i mean i mean i know what it sounds like <sighs> and i know what i heard and what i heard it doesn't surprise me if you listened to those captures or, or if you just knew him for any extended period of time you know maybe maybe he went to the stone wall after work one morning and he had a few too many and he fell overboard on you know a, a foggy late may morning and he'd be gone no one would notice I don't know what else I'm supposed to do at this point. The police have moved on. NPA is moving on. I, I can only assume his family is moving on. You'd think there'd be a body if, if, if he drowned. I looked it up. There, there's um, about 1,500 annual drownings in the the New York City metropolitan area. But usually they find the body. It washes ashore or into some sunken building in the bay. Usually within a week. But Fitz, this has been about a month. You'd think they'd find a body in a month. Right. Capture complete. Places Like This is written, directed, and produced by Chris Barlow. This week's episode was called The Physical Disappearance of Fitzgerald Walker and was performed by Chris Barlow. Music by Steve Sobbs. Find out more about the future at placeslikethis.net and about our live show at placeslikethis.net slash condolences. And of course, subscribe to us on iTunes for more places like this.